to the Miss Peace Speaks podcast. Um, it's September and welcome to the one month in the year where you are supposed to celebrate Tommy every day of the month. Yes, it's my birthday on September 11. I am super excited, but that's not why we're here. So we are two years old. <laughs> yes, the podcast is two years old. I'm super excited. So I have a guest on this episode. I'm excited to have you guys listen to it. Um, with everything that is going on with the pandemic, people are looking to relocate, move as soon as all of this is over. So I share my experiences alongside with someone else and we share our relocation experiences. We hope that you are able to get something from this if it's your plan to relocate at any point in time. So before we get right into it, sit back, grab a drink, and enjoy. So, hi and welcome again, Frank. She's a young, our favorite guest on the pod. Welcome back. It's good to have you again. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, and let me say my usual Mm -hmm. uh, greeting. Ladies and gentlemen, senior boys and girls. Gentlemen. It's your boy. (laughs) It's your boy, Frankie, a.k.a. Kizanyog, on this Peace Speaks pod. Thank you for having me again. Good to have you as always. Thank you for honoring my invitation. Anytime, man, anytime. Oh, yeah, so... um. You know, with COVID, everybody is seeing everything that is going on in Nigeria and how the government is handling it. And one of the biggest things that people are saying is how they are excited about relocating. Now, um, that's something that you and I have both done. We've fully migrated from Nigeria and are now in different countries. And, um, you know, I moved... Um, okay, the first time I moved was in 2012. And it was, it was a whole... It was different. Like, I would say that moving from one country to another is not easy. So, um, now, I would share my process because my process was a super long one. Now, um, we came through chain migration. So, my mom's younger brother, who was already an American citizen, um, filed petition for us to migrate over to the U.S. Now, okay. this happened before 9-11. <laughs> so, um, after the whole process got there, because of the bombing on the U.S., they put a hold on all migrations into yeah. the U.S. But after Obama came into power, my forever president, yay, Obama. So <laughs> Obama came in and then Obama reopened it. So our process took 10 years for us before we finally got approved. And now, fine, we went in with the application and it was me because we're four i'm the last child and at the time when the application came in i was the only one under 21 so i was the only one able to migrate with my family so the whole entire process it's just it was just long also there was a lot of money that had to go into it. you had to fill a whole bunch of forms you had to go ahead and still do like medicals 
take all the vaccines in this life that maybe some we didn't have to take in Nigeria because we're not so bothered about stuff like that. And then we had to do all of that. And then we finally had to go, we still had to do an interview as always. And then we finally got to come into the U.S. So for you, would you say that the entire process for you migrating, like how long did the entire process take in Okay, first of all, yeah, you're in Canada. I did mention that. He's in Canada. I'm in the U.S. So, yeah, what would you say that the process was like? Okay, yeah, um, the process was quite straightforward for us in the sense that um, the Canadian immigration program, I think that's the express entry program, has a set of um, criteria. So all you just have to do is meet it and um, get the required number of points if you have that, then you get the invitation to come over to Canada. So ours was quite straightforward. I think it was like um, a year in total that mm-hmm. we used um, to get the approval. Um, just sit for your IELTS, get your job references, do your educational um, qualification, credential evaluation, mm-hmm. and all the medicals and everything. So I think, as you said, um, the major thing was the resources that you have required yeah. in terms of money and then um, time. So mm-hmm. if you don't have money, you might not be able to do the process, but we're, we're lucky enough to have resources that were needed. So, and along the line, we have to cut down on some excesses so as yeah. just to raise that money because you cannot be doing lao lao <laughs> or living large and expect um, to have enough money for you to um, relocate. Mm-hmm. And it was a decision that we took. And it was, I, th- I think, personally, it was quite straightforward. Yeah. Just made the requirements, ticked the boxes, and submitted. Although, the wait alone, man, was killing. That mm-hmm. six months after submitting my application, I was, every day I would check my email, and be scared, oh my God, are they going to send us back? Are they going to decline? I know, in Nigeria, we have all these, all these Groups, WhatsApp groups, Telegram groups. Mm-hmm. So sending all, they are all sending different news. Ah, they've cancelled Canada or something. They say they caught one guy doing four one nine with it. They are doing agents. So all those things just put everybody yeah. on the edge. Uh, but my wife kept, kept telling me, "Say, look, we have made the requirement, guy. Relax. It is what it is." Yeah, I, I, was, I was, I was always checking. Sometimes it's like, "Don't guess yourself." But mm-hmm. I think it was quite cool. Oh, that's great. Like, uh, as always, everybody's journey is different. Some people's journey will be smoother than others. Some people's own will be bumpier than others. But at the yeah. end of the day, is the end, pro- end result that matters at the end of yeah. the whole process. Um, I would say that after I moved to the U.S., it wasn't everything that people described it to be. The U.S., they always make it seem like, oh, when you come to America, you pluck money from train. Not exactly <laughs> that, but, you know, they just paint a different picture. Right now, Canada seems like El Dorado. Everybody's like, oh, the president of Canada is the best. Canada is this. <laughs> Canada is my country. Oh, my future country. Is yeah, Canada yeah, yeah. as great as people say it is? Um, I would say in terms of um, facilities, and the environment, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, Canada is great. What you have mm-hmm. from depending from what we are used to in Nigeria, mm-hmm. in terms of facilities and the welfare and the regard for life, peace of mind, mm-hmm. safety, Canada is great. I mean, I have you no. Know, when I was in Nigeria, I used to have headaches 
every day. Just getting to work, I have a headache. Something happens. So, but here it's quite relaxed and it's cool. Mm-hmm. But in terms of Eldorado, no, Eldorado is the place of gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no gold anywhere. You have to work. And exactly. I know people that have two jobs, mm-hmm. they are struggling. But if you are willing to work hard, if you are willing to network, mm-hmm. you're willing to study, and you're willing to, um, what's the word, to assimilate the culture here. Yeah. Yeah, 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 willing to integrate. It's mm. it's good, and I mean, you have great healthcare here. Mm. Call nine one one. Somebody comes, they check on you. So, I mean, it's to me, it's great. Man, here in the US, I wish I could say the same. Peace of mind is not dead. They are shooting every day. <laughs> they are killing people. Dead. Okay, say I call nine one one. Just because nine one one came to my house, they are going to give me nine hundred dollars. I'm sick, for God's sake. Like, <laughs> why are you believing me? <laughs> no, I think, I, I think healthcare here is also free. So you guys I, are so I came in, I have to register for my Alberta healthcare. It's, it's free. So basic things, mm-hmm. checks and all. So, I mean, the, 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 in, in the US, the norm is to see, the poli- to see a policeman working or see policemen. But mm-hmm. here, it's unusual to see policemen. It's like I'm I, in the I, wrong country. No, Let me look it. I was, I, I, I went on a run the other day and I saw yeah. like three police cars parked mm. somewhere. And I was like, I was looking at them like, this is strange. <laughs> but he also told me, I, I, should, I don't worry, there's nothing wrong. And I continued on my way. You understand? Wow. So maybe because here yeah, is a bit more relaxed. Like, mm-hmm. like the US, so that's why it's like that. But yeah, it's really cool, man. It's cool. Yeah. So you you mentioned culture, and you're like, oh, as long as you can ex- um, embrace the culture. Did you experience any culture shock? Because for me, for one, okay, like this is a funny story. I tell it all the time. When I first moved here, my first job, I worked at a coffee shop, and I used to work in drive-through. And they, my manager would come to me like, why is your time so slow whenever you're actually at the drive-thru what's going on i'm like nothing so one day she stood by me trying to coach me as i was doing it and then she noticed that everything i was doing because you know in africa it's rude to use your left hand to give people stuff okay i could not bring myself to terms with giving people things with my left hand so when they give me this i'll first collect the money with my right hand drop the money then carry their food <laughs> give it to them so it was like a major thing for me like i could not deal with you know um having to use my left hand to do stuff so that was like one of the major things that i had to deal with i also had to deal with calling people by their names like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you go in there I, I used to walk with this lady and she was like 70 no yeah she was 70 because um she was the manager of the store she owned the store and she would come in and then she's like oh yeah just call me betty Man, i'm looking like big mommy so I was supposed to be calling you Big Mommy. You said I should call you Betty, just like that. I'm like, oh wow, okay. But that was it. Like she always wanted me to call her by name, and it was so hard for me. Like I would enter and I'll be standing at the door till she turns so that I can catch her eyes, so I don't have to call her name. But did you experience? <laughs> yes, in terms of calling people names and by their first name, yeah. Because I at work where I worked before, like. See old men or old women, and they'll be say I will not call this man by his name. But you know, you need to you need to blend in. 
Mm-hmm. And something about here is everybody, like you are taking a walk or you are, and people are looking at you and smiling. I think it's part of the culture here for them to just smile. Like, even if it does not get down, just smile. Yeah. But that smile is actually, they're looking at your face. Mm. So to describe you in case anything happens, you'd be surprised that there's a crime and say, ah, it was one black yeah. guy. They would get your face exactly. So people here smile a lot when you're, and, and another thing I learned in terms of, of course, in Nigeria, I, I pretty much mind my business if I'm going out. Mm. But here, a lot of small talk. Yeah. Oh, the weather today, or like um, the, the other day we had um, like a rainstorm, like hail and everything. So people's car, I was just walking down the street and someone just said, oh, was your car damaged? And we just had like a two minutes conversation. Just, so you have mm-hmm. to learn how to get small um, talk. Small talk. Then also, um, in terms of DIY, wow. <laughs> um, in Nigeria, you, you can't call carpenter. You call carpenter, <laughs> call plumber. Mm-hmm. You want to fix your car, you go to pump your tire, or you want to. You go, yeah, first thing that shocked me was buying fuel. Yeah, I, only buy, I, I only get gas. gas. <laughs> and I go there and I didn't see anybody. I was like, where yeah. are they now? And someone else said, I know that you have to pay in. I have to pay. And mm. so that, that DIY culture here yeah, mm-hmm. was a shock for me. I, I wanted to make a copy of my key and I also a machine there. So I said, um, mm. just read the instructions. So, what of advice? If you cannot read and understand, <laughs> please don't come here. Because <laughs> Everybody reads on everybody, on everybody does it by themselves. Google yeah. Map will tell you where are you going to 14 minutes, put it in, and mm. start going. So, nobody will drive you. If, you, if anybody drives show me you, the road. <laughs> we pay. And if yeah. you start asking for directions, they will call police for maybe you are looking for some where you want to rob. Yeah. So, that's that's then, yeah, I, I don't know how to say it. LGBTQ. IA, I think it's IA, right? LGBTQIA, right? LGBTQIA. I saw two ladies. I went, I think I went to the store idea and I saw them. That was the first time in my life seeing them. Yeah, because it's not something that you see publicly I see, in Nigeria. Yeah, in Nigeria. So I just have to comport myself so <laughs> I won't be the odd one out. Yeah. I think that was pretty much the. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also a more diverse country. diversity yes. yeah but i went for a program and we had guys from iran we had guys from china mm. we had from india we had from where else again israel nigeria ghana uganda so it's a mix yeah different people are here so you have mm-hmm. to understand the different cultures that's yeah, it. that is that is cool. Yeah, diversity is like one of the main things. Um, it's really hard in Nigeria to be in a place where there's so much diversity. Yeah. If you are in a place where you can experience that much diversity, it's like you are in a very ex- expensive, <laughs> expensive <laughs> community I mean, environment like situation. Expensive and exclusive. Boom. Yeah. Seriously. That's but, yeah, true. One thing is I realized that you guys moved right at the cusp of the pandemic shaking the world. Yeah. And, you know, you guys moved in right as the lockdown started. So, you know, you didn't get to, you know, experience a whole bunch of stuff. And 
I like to believe that you haven't fully experienced the city as a whole or, you know, just done things when you move to a city. How do you feel like that has affected your relocation experience? Yeah, it, it has, you know, because we came in just as the lockdown was about to start or just about when it started. So many things that we would have done, opportunities that we would have gotten, mm-hmm. maybe like jobs, businesses, mm-hmm. all closed. And even schools were closed. Sure. Daycares were closed. So we're pretty much just at home. Even to um, in terms of searching for an apartment, it limited our scope because can't really move, move around much yeah. for that. And um, places that I would have gone to, you know, like when it's spring, there's a festival, when it's summer, yeah. several festivals, but all locked down, libraries closed down, mm-hmm. um, swimming pool, professional yeah. facilities, everything. So we're pretty much just locked up at home. And even friends that we have in town, the city, you can't really, see that yeah, much. You can't see yeah. them. You can't even see, I've not seen any of my friends since I came in here because, I mean, yeah, nobody's letting anybody nobody in their house. house. <laughs> you can't come to my house. I can't go to your house. Yeah. You get it. So, mm-hmm. um, that affected us um, negatively. But yeah. on the other side, I've been able to, been able to get um, a job working from home. Oh, that's and, nice. And so, so, then again, that, that's the flip side of it. That mm-hmm. If I was working from home in Nigeria, would have been the costs and everything mm-hmm. and the application would have been able to see. So that's, mm. I think, being in Canada, I've, I've, for the um, pandemic, I've been able to get a job. And, well, oh, that's dope. Uh, and congratulations. You, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So now, you know, based on everything that you said, you said you and you and your wife, you planned everything. So do you have saying you and your wife, like, she's a stranger. Yeah, my sister. You've planned everything right before you guys move. You like guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had a plan so but you know a lot of people are they just have that less jackpot jackpot means to just run yeah, and go. so if a lot of people have this let's just get out of the country mentality and it's just well as long as i'm out of there when i get where i'm going things will fall into place do you feel like that is a good thing to do or having a plan is very essential what is the well, importance of having a plan? Let, let, having a plan, as they say in uh, all these debates, say it can never be overemphasized. <laughs> <laughs> you all, you always, always need to have a plan. Yeah. You can't come in here and um, it's not like Nigeria where you can always um, wing it. No, you always have to have a plan. Yeah. From, yeah. So you have to be specific. Why do you want to come? Where do you want to go? When do you want to go? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do when you get there? How do you want to do it? Yeah. When do you want to do it? So all these things have to be, at least you have to have an idea. And you see, um, as, and everybody, different people have um, different um, plans. People tell you, oh, when I came in here, I got a job, survival job. Some people say, oh, when I came in here, I just went to school. When I came in here, I got a good job. There are different ways and different plans that lead to your goal. So just mm-hmm. know your plan. And when you get here, you are your own. So you're, <laughs> it's not like you call somebody and say, ah, please give me, um, please buy me $500. I'll nope. give you back. Because <laughs> everybody here, live, uh, the funny thing is people here live by, as in from paycheck to paycheck. So 
That by is the, the reality. Yeah, the, nobody tells you that story. Yeah. So by the end of the second week, you know that everybody is broken. I like, yeah. So mm-hmm. all those ones that you would call your friends and you, know, you can't do that here. Like, let's go out and let's go and eat. You know, everybody's calculating how much you spend. And um, importantly, there's what you call when you when we are doing the um, the communication uh, process. Um, there's what you call proof of funds. Yeah. I mean, you must have money that will sustain you for at least six months when you mm. get here. And so you must come with your money from Nigeria. Mm. You cannot say, hey, well, I, don't have, I don't have any money, I'll just get there. Because, like, a friend in Toronto, his house, he has to pay three months. Because oh, wow. he, he didn't have a job. So the person said, okay, pay three months' rent. And mm. what you going to do? So if you don't have that money, that means you can't pay that rent. True. And if you, if you can't pay the rent, you're on your own. Hmm. You need to have money also from from Nigeria. And everything here is paid for. Yeah. So there's a plan. So as we are getting paid, oh, I need to pay my rent, I need to pay my car insurance, I need to pay electricity bill, bills, 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 bills. Everything bills. requires planning. Yeah. So we cannot say, I'll just jack my out of the plane and start coming mm-hmm. at each day. You might come, you might come here and the person that you're looking for. I won't stay with the you. person will not pick your call. Yeah. On your own. Yeah. yeah so some people make plans that you get air, Airbnb from mm-hmm. Nigeria. And even if you're coming in now, you need to make plans for quarantine for 14 days. True. So you need to show, at the airports, you need to show them, okay, for the next 14 days, this is where I will be. I've made, I've made plans for groceries. I've made plans for this. I've made plans for that. So everything requires proper plan. Me and my wife will sit down. Sometimes we'll sit down and say, oh, yeah, so what do we need to do? Let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. All requires planning. So planning. if you are coming from Nigeria, please <laughs> have a plan. Yeah, because I get that a lot. A lot of people say, oh, America is the land of opportunity. Let me just come. And then they come here and then they are stuck. And then it yeah. seems like, oh, people are wicked. Nobody is wicked. Nobody <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> is moving. Nobody is wicked. Everybody is handling their own business. Everybody is yeah. doing their own thing. So. And everybody minds, everybody minds their business. Like, just working, just working. So you are at this train station. You don't know where you are going to. <laughs> now, there was a day I, I, instead of me to use my Google map, I said, I would just wing it. I walked <laughs> at minus eight for 20 <laughs> minutes in the wrong direction. Oh, wow. Almost, almost went mad. <laughs> I have to now go on that one shed as in that one building and now put on my map. I should know this where I'm going to and now I have to come back. Amen. Uh, so Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Have a plan, just you know, like you dropped a lot of nuggets that are really good that I got. Have a plan. Don't just expect that you know, people are going to be there for you because you know people here because everybody is trying to handle their own business. So besides that, is there any other, because you've dropped a lot of knowledge for people that are ready to move. So is there any other thing that you would like to add on to that? Yes. um, I think for the relocation, you need to know why you want to move, why you want to move. Is it for a better quality of life? Is it for career advancement? Is it for peace of mind? Is it for mm-hmm. more money? You need to know why you want to move. Then yeah. you also need to know where you want to go to. You know, so, which city you want to settle in? What part of the city do you want to stay? 
Uh, what, what are the um, opportunities for your child's education? Do they have good schools there, access to playground and everything? Then you need to plan. Do the availability are resources online. So go online, study, mm-hmm. check out things online. What are the requirements? What are the things that you need to do? And importantly, again, stop converting everything to Naira. Is it, uh, is it, um, the rent is $1,500 per month. Ah, it's too much. I can't pay that kind of money for, I can't pay that kind of money for, for house. But you want to buy some Mercedes, uh, $500, and you start shouting, say, yeah. See, there are two different economies. The Nigerian economy is different from this place. Stop converting to Naira. Yeah, and the way you will make that $20 is not the yes, same way you same. Will make the, how much is $20? About Nike. That's it's not the Nike. same way you make so, Nike. It's not the same, the same thing. thing. So, yep. Yeah, so please, stop, because I, I keep paying that. and say, ah, how can you buy this one? No, mm-hmm. no. It's not. That shall not convert. Don't be a walking calculator. <laughs> don't nah, do nah, that. Nah, nah. All right, well, and, awesome. Yeah, you have one more advice. I think, yeah, um, relocation is not easy. Imagine putting your whole life mm-hmm. into three or four suitcases and moving to a different to a country where you don't know anybody. Yeah. So it's not as it's not as easy as people think it is. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's quite stressful and takes a lot of psychological strain. Mm-hmm. The environment is different. I need to if you are married or with a partner. You guys need to work together. You can't leave only one person to be doing everything. Sometimes you need to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to go out. Into, so everything requires partnership. So that's yes. very very key. And there's no shortcut here. No. Nope. don't send you. At all. So white man yeah. of so don't send you. So there's no shortcuts. It's either you know it or you can do it or you can't. If you can't do it. You get fired with a smile on your face. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and there's one more thing I will add to that is um, relocation is a leveler. So yeah. it doesn't matter if you are the CEO, where you're coming from. Yes. Yeah, you so are in a new country. What you wear back home does not count for much where you yeah. are. So just understand, you know how in Nigeria you can come and say, do you know who I am? But nobody, no, nobody, nobody knows who, who are you. Who are you? If you do too much, they will call police for you. Like, exactly. This guy is a disturbance. Yes. Yeah, so, well, thank you so much. I hope anyone that has plans to relocate has learned a lot. And, you know, because this has been super insightful. And, you know, it's just something that brought me back to where I was at the time when I moved. And because yeah, I, I had. The, Arizona days. Oh, my Arizona days, yes. I had a hard time. I hated it there. I had, like, it was so bad because I could not even deal with it when I first moved to the U.S. I left the U.S. I went back to Nigeria for eight months. I'm like, I'm not coming back. I (laughs) I went back. That's how bad it was. So it's not easy for everybody. And, you know, it took one heartbreak for me to finally decide that I wanted to stay in the US. But, <laughs> you know, we moved. So I hope you guys have learned and are moving, are making plans as you try to make your next step. So, usual tradition on the Miss P Speaks podcast from this season. I will be pulling out cards from my oh, pocket. No. <laughs> yes. 
So, ah, don't worry. Been, I hope this was an easy one. Don't worry. I've been the sign of the cross. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, oh, the first card is actually very easy. So, okay. your three favorite purchases this year. I don't buy many things. So. <laughs> ah, your flight uh, ticket on call. Is that not I, <laughs> No, I, I bought my flight ticket last year. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I bought it. I bought, I bought my ticket since. Uh, that was, was it October or I bought it November mm. or February. Okay. So, okay, three, okay, three, 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 where for examination mm. for a program I was working on, working on that would be really helpful. No, uh, <laughs> if it's in it, me alone. So <laughs> three, uh, three, um, let me see. I'm not about any shoe this year, all right? Uh, men's is hard though, because I'm not a vain person. I mean, I'm very vain. Like, off the top of my head, as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, that, mm, that, mm, that. <laughs> and my car? Okay, yeah, my car here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, nice. Okay, so uh, I'll just ask you one more question. Describe okay. your perfect day. <laughs> I found that question now, of course. <laughs> You know, I've been abused so much that <laughs> I, from my, I worked yeah, in, I worked yeah. in the bank for for twelve years, so I've been so abused that every day is different. So I can't. I just pray God. My prayer every day is God, please don't give me more than what I cannot handle every day. That's it. So ask me that question, Ojuru. I can't answer that question. I get that. <laughs> That's part of the peace of mind that comes from living in Niger. <laughs> After 12 years of suffering, as in, I went through hell working in the bank. I just. That's crazy, man. Okay. <laughs> so, if you were stuck in a desert island, okay. would you rather be stuck with books, music, or movies? I'm stuck with music. Music. Because I was going to say it's Nollywood movies. Music. Music with. all day, every day. Boom. That's my escape, man. All right. So it has been fun having you on as usual. Thank you so much. So um till next time. <laughs> be loyal to the version of me no, that me you know. That you know. <laughs> and Don't do not judge me, me by my, by podcast. my podcast. Yes. Thank you for having me. In no problem. Thank you. Yeah. And you can follow Miss Peace Speaks podcast on all socials. It's at M S P S P E A K S pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Can yes. like us, follow. Yes. And and review. Yes. Leave a review if you have Apple. And also, if you don't have an Apple device, you can actually leave a review on Podchaser. If you go on podchaser.com, just search for Miss Peace Speaks Podcast. I'm available on all major podcast listening platforms. So find me there and listen. Thank you. Till next uh, time. 
And don't forget to shake your bum bum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you missed the trailer for this season that my son did, he's just out here asking you all to shake your bum bum and listen yeah. to me. So yes, shake your bum bum and listen to the Peace Speaks podcast. <laughs> Bye-bye.